0: Hi, welcome back, as we continue to walk through Mark's gospel. Today we're going to be looking at some of the hardest words that Jesus ever spoke. He dropped some real bombshells, so you might want to dive for shelter. Our passage is Mark chapter 9 and verses 42 to 50. If you can, I'd encourage you to read this section for yourselves. If you need it, there's a link to an online Bible in the video description. Look, we've all bent the rules at some point in our lives. Maybe whispering to a friend at school when the teacher told us to be quiet. Maybe our parents gave us a time to be home and we got back five minutes later. Or take speed limits. Have you ever gone above 70 on the motorway? I mean, everybody does it at some point, don't they? It's a problem if we get caught. No one wants to be fined for speeding or the points on their license. But do we really see these things as wrong? If someone gets hurt, That's different, isn't it? Murder's wrong, assaulting someone is bad. Those things deserve punishment. But what about the little things? Surely a bit of naughtiness is what makes life interested. Well, when the Bible speaks about sin, that's not the approach it takes. Sin is breaking God's law. It's breaking the rules he's given for our lives. And it's sin, whether it's a small breaking of God's law or a big one. We used to have a dog, and one day I was out walking her and met up with one of my neighbours. We talked about all kinds of things. And as we walked, the conversation turned to the subject of God and sin. My neighbour's view was that God was so big and had so much to do that he wouldn't really be concerned if I broke the rules. Yet Jesus tells us here that isn't the case. Sin is serious to God. Any sin is serious to God whether it's a little lie or something much, much bigger. He shows us that in three ways. First, he tells us to do everything we can to avoid sinning. In verse 43, he says, If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than with two hands to go into hell, where the fire never goes out. What is Jesus saying here? I want to be clear. He is not telling us to go away and start cutting off parts of our body. That wouldn't be good, and actually, it wouldn't make any difference. Jesus has already told us in Mark chapter 7 and verse 21 that the source of sin is our hearts, not our bodies. No, the reason for these words is this. Jesus is telling us to avoid sin at all costs because it's bad, because it's wrong, or more to the point, because God hates it. If we hadn't got it yet, Jesus emphasises his point in verses 45 and 47. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life crippled than to have two feet and be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell. Jesus is telling us to do everything we can to avoid sin of any kind or any magnitude. It's all serious to God. Next, Jesus shows us the horror of sin by reminding us of its consequences. Right at the beginning of the Bible, God gives Adam, that's the first human being, a command. He places him in the Garden of Eden, a paradise with everything he could ever want, But there was one restriction, one tree he wasn't allowed to eat from, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If he did, God said, he would surely die. The Bible tells us that death is the punishment for sin, not merely physical death, but an eternity under the judgment of God. In this passage, Jesus mentions that when he speaks of hell. Then in verse 48, he gives this chilling description where the worms that eat them do not die and the fire is not quenched what is this place it's a terrible place it's a place to avoid it's a future to fear but isn't that all a bit over the top Is sin really that bad come on a little bending of the rules i'm not all that bad really am i surely god has bigger fish to fry than me I think we react like that because we don't see sin in the same way that God does. We see a rule book and our sin is just us not keeping it fully. But sin is something different. The Bible tells us that God is our creator and the king of the universe. As such, he has the right to set the rules by which we live. And he has. His rules are we should love him with all that we are and love others as ourselves. When we sin, we defy him as our king. We decide we know better than God. We decide to put his rule to one side and place our rule in its place. We take the most supreme and incredible God and say, you're not worthy of our love and obedience. I'm going to give it to myself or something else. By doing this, we offend and insult an infinite God. We pull his name down and stamp on it in the mud. We commit what's been referred to as an act of cosmic treason, seeking to tear him off the throne. Sin is not just a bit of naughtiness. It is far more than that. Jesus says that even a single sin, even the smallest sin, is so wrong, so bad that it deserves hell. The third way Jesus shows us the seriousness of sin is his instruction to be careful about causing others to sin. In verse 42, Jesus says, If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them if a large millstone were hung around their neck and they were thrown into the sea. Sin is serious for you and it's also serious for others. So don't encourage sin instead help people to follow God. Why? Because sin, all sin, no matter how small we think it is, is serious in God's eyes. What does this mean to you and me today? Well, first, it's a challenge to see sin as Jesus sees sin. We want to make sin something small, something that doesn't matter. But the Bible challenges this. Now, we do have a choice. We could throw the Bible out at this point because it tells us something we don't like. Yet what are we doing or what are we saying if we do that? Do we really know better than God? So this passage challenges our view of sin, but that's not all. These words also show we are not playing games as we look at Jesus. This stuff matters. The danger we face as those who have disobeyed God is real. Our need of forgiveness with God is immense. Jesus dying for sin is absolutely essential. I want to end with a question that hopefully you'll spend some time thinking about. Do you see your need of Jesus? Not just as a friend and companion in life, but as a saviour, a rescuer from the consequences of your sin. That's a need that Jesus says each of us has. Next time, we're shifting subjects as Jesus gives some teaching on marriage. It will be out on our YouTube channel, Facebook page, and on the podcast with Apple and Spotify. Do like, subscribe, or whatever to be notified. Hopefully, see you next time.